Hello, Vitamizers, and welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. I'm Allison with MSW Lounge, and wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Solomon Tamez. Tamez, sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, um, but he joined live when we streamed the recording uh, for this podcast last week with our guests for the day. So thank you for hopping in on the conversation. We talked a lot about various eating methods. Uh, I don't like to say diets, but I guess diets. And uh, he chimed in on what works for him. And um, that's a big theme of today's talk is figuring out what works for you. But before I introduce our guests, as always, um, MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. We are also sponsored by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Last but not least, we are sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. All right. We are here with Nomad Strength today. This was a super fun podcast. Kristen and Willie are uh, husband and wife. They own Nomad Strength out in Llano, Texas. So we got to dig into what it's like to try and uh, expand the gym scene out that way and um, what it takes kind of to be healthy in uh, smaller towns in Texas. We're super spoiled in Austin to have a bunch of different resources to be healthy here, but they talked at one point about their commute just to get groceries. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, this was a great episode and we loved having them on. So check these guys out, Kristen and Willie from Nomad Strength. Hey guys, welcome to the How Do You Help podcast. This is our second October episode. We got two more to go. Um, so today we're talking to, uh, some really good friends of ours. We became friends because I think you came in, Kristen, right? Kristen, by the way, this is Kristen and Willie Jones, and they own a gym in, I guess, Lano or Yano. Yeah, Lano. 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 <laughs> Say where, where Cooper's is at. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Where All Cooper's right. is at, yeah. right? <laughs> and so she came in because she heard about us well, talking. He, oh, no, you heard about yeah. us yeah. talking yeah. over with, uh, uh, with Mike Bledsoe right on his episode, yeah. on his podcast, and then uh, and then Kristen came in just to check us out to see like let's see if this is true or not. Right? Oh, and thank so, you. Yeah, you're and then we just, sick, and you need to get. <laughs> and then we just hit it off. But uh, we're gonna be talking to them, talking a little bit about all the different things that they do out there in 
Lano. And then, of course, we have <laughs> Nurse Dosa. Uh, he's uh, just finished his gut challenge two weeks ago. I'm sure you guys no, have I didn't finish him. it. He's still going. I'm still going. Um, <laughs> he's introducing some new foods, and we'll see how. I'm sure he'll have a couple of things we'll to say about, about that. that. And I'm Tex Mix Yogi, and let's go ahead and get this started. Yeah, so, Kristen, um, I will throw it out there that you used to be a nurse, right? Yeah. Can I say that correctly, yeah. right? Well, I mean, I'm technically still. You're technically still. Once a nurse, always a yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> but the funny thing is, you're not practicing as Correct. an active nurse yeah. right now, right? Do but, you follow those nurse funnies? Yeah, oh I have all of them. <laughs> I follow all the Instagram stuff. So. But like the stuff that you're doing now, you necessarily didn't learn while you were a nurse, right? No. Okay, so like walk us through a typical week. Like what are you doing that's active and involves health and wellness? Um, so every day, I mean, we have classes. We do like uh, functional fitness, small group personal training. So very similar to like CrossFit or um, I guess, you know, we do a lot of power lifting and different things like that, depending upon where our program is. We sure. do about like a three to six month cycle okay. in our classes. So we have four classes every day that usually I lead unless he's in town yeah. and then he's helping me. And then I have a kid's class three days a week. So when I have my kid's class, I do five classes a day and then I do my personal workouts in there as well as two to three days a week. I go to spin class. So, so you're working out all week. Like that's yeah. what you're essentially you're exercising all week. Yeah, six to seven days a week. That's incredible. I mean, that's that's it's fun, right? I yeah, mean, it's I your mean, passion, I love it. right? It's yeah. not really. And it's yeah. your passion too, right? Right? Okay. So was that always the case with both y'all? I mean, is that how y'all met? Um, definitely not how we met. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we've always been. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was. I can't have my background in gymnastics and cheer and things like that, but um, kind of always been some type of fitness that I never lifted until yeah. you know maybe five years ago it was the first I time I picked up a barbell yeah yeah okay. so and like, I fell in love with it it was just a different yeah. type of thing that I'd never done before and to see your numbers go up and you know I'm definitely one of the strongest females I think that we know are, yeah so. yeah when I was it's funny because I was like meathead jock you know what I mean like, yeah I quit football my high, in high school because I was like, this is cutting into bodybuilding time. <laughs> <laughs> I just did everything wrong, was like reading all the bodybuilding magazines. And whenever I started doing functional fitness, yeah. like I actually no, tried to No, the very stuff. first time that I oh. ever got, I got him into CrossFit. Yeah. The very first time, he'd be like, that's so dumb. Like, how do you get a workout in in 30 minutes? Like, there's yeah. no way. I was way. super strong, but I was yeah. super, like, just. Like, three hours a day in the gym. I right. couldn't scratch my back, you know. <laughs> yeah, you walk around like this yeah. the whole time, right? Yeah. Just <laughs> completely went at it wrong. So, probably the last, like, probably seven, eight years, right? Yeah. Is when I finally started realizing there's more out there. There's, you know, powerlifting. There's actually training modalities behind everything. Yeah. And there's ways to actually prep your body and, uh, go for longevity you know this is good for you that's good for you and so it was like trying to rewrite everything it was all in itself another journey again because for so long yeah i was i mean i was doing like prison style workouts with my brother those diamond cutlers right there yeah. to failure i had no clue what i was doing he seems like a bar like walking by in a park he's like i'm gonna go pull do some pull-ups real quick yeah, yeah. it was crazy yeah. that's that's funny though so y'all are like true crossfitters right like that's what y'all kind of based everything off now? Well, that's... We follow a lot. Just, I think yeah. we followed a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's a fun way to Like, actually, I yeah. the CrossFit, because of, unfortunately, the way the CrossFit games are now, like, everyone thinks that's CrossFit. Like, if you go back to, like, 
what Greg Glassman did in the very beginning and why he set it up and why he was such a strong believer in what he did, I think that's where we come from. Yeah. You know, the functional aspect, sure. you know, helping 80-year-olds get out of their bathtub. If they fall down, they can get back up. That's, you know, those are what we preach. We're not trying to get anybody to the CrossFit Games. You know, it's sure. not... We're yeah. not making people work out eight times a day. Yeah, the you know? people aren't going to be able to keep that pace. And it's yeah. hard for us. If we do two-a-days or if we play around, do two-a-days and go for a run, it's hard yeah. to get back into the gym the next day and feel good. Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine if you're working out six days a week. I mean, Balda does yoga six days a week. I see how much that wears on him. But I imagine, you know, doing heavy lifting. Because I know the stigma about CrossFit is that the people – it, anyone thinks that they can do it. That's the thing, right? Is that it's 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 for the public. You see a CrossFit everywhere, so everyone's like, "Well, I'm going to sign up and get in shape." Yeah. That's not necessarily the concept you should take when you're going to CrossFit because yeah. it's not like I'm going to go learn how to run a marathon by actually going out and running a marathon for the first time. Like it doesn't work that way, right? So people have the shoulder injuries. It's like a chiropractor should set up right next to every CrossFit gym yeah. across America because yeah. of that, right? And but what, really, ninety percent of the people that walk into a CrossFit gym should probably be told like no you're not gonna do the workout or i mean i literally like i have people come to me and they're like oh yeah i've been working out like i've been going to the gym and i'm like okay well have you been doing workouts like what we do and they're like oh i mean i can do it you know i've I've worked out my whole life well first workout they're on the ground 20 minutes in (laughs) you know so it's different people start cramping up from the warm-ups to yeah. where oh, yeah. legs were cramping. Yeah. And it's like, spend the rest of the time stretching. Like, yeah. yeah. My first experience with CrossFit was on a Labor Day or a Memorial Oh, we day. did the birth challenge? That was my first oh, time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like, I mean, it was I'm not easy, weeks. but I He I, did it. He did I'm it, though. Good. breath, yeah. right? And so yeah. that goes a long way because I was managing my breath. It took me longer than most people, oh, but at yeah. the same time, like, but I finished awesome it. But it's awesome that you finished it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to stop and then finish it later, but... That's like you're and saying. it was packed, right? And I was oh, like, there was tons of people. Not be doing well, I, it's a simple thing because I, for the people who don't know what the Murph Challenge is, if y'all want to explain real quick, it's um, I. It's a yeah. one mile run. Yeah. Yeah, one mile run. Uh, one hundred pull-ups, one hundred squats. No, it's one. It's a hundred, two hundred, three hundred. Is what it was. So it's like so three hundred pull-ups. One hundred pull-ups. One hundred pull-ups or two hundred uh, uh, push-ups, and then. 300 like squats, uh, squats. And, then and, then and, and then another mile run. And then another mile run. That's right. But you're supposed to do it all with a 20 pound weighted bus. Yeah. Okay. See that that was <laughs> mentioned to me afterwards because we show up and we're like, yeah, we can probably do this and maybe finish it. And then we got through it because we were athletic enough. But I gotta imagine if you're not, there's no way you can do this stuff. And and I do like that the mentality of CrossFit incorporating like different planes of motion and different strength uh, because. I know you notice this too, Willie. Like when you lift, like you think you're strong, right? Like really strong. But then it's like, we'll hold that plank for like longer oh, yeah. than a minute, and you're like, I can't do it. And then it's like, I right, now go on one arm and do it. Yeah. You know? Well, it's crazy. Like, in a very specific way. Like literally yeah. <laughs> the other day, so um, I've been doing spin downtown, like in Hill Country Galleria, and <laughs> they were like, oh, we're doing this ride to bar challenge. Like you should come and check it out. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I've always wanted to try one of those classes literally like holding positions for like three four minutes at a time like flexing your foot and then relaxing flexing your foot and i am dripping in sweat shaking no way and there's like little bitty hundred pound ladies all around me like nothing they're talking like, to yes. me <laughs> i'm like this is horrible it's like what that's like, okay that's I she made go to cycling with her oh you went yeah. didn't you i oh, made yeah. him on yeah, monday and how'd you do uh, I mean, 
I looked ridiculous. <laughs> the vibe's well, like as big as his leg. Yeah, for so the listeners, Willie is a big guy. So, uh, I mean, cycling is not the most flattering it's sport. Like, I here. thought the bike was going to fall apart. Did you wear the shorts? <laughs> no, I didn't wear the shorts. I don't he wanted, he wanted to wear his silkies. I was like, dude, there's too much rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what, he wouldn't be able to walk if he did that. I'm like, all right. Well, what'd you think of the shoes? Because you're supposed to, like, strap them in and everything, yeah, right? Yeah, so the, the parts that were uncomfortable which i didn't know this at first my hands started getting real sore during the workout because you were like, gripping, I'm gripping it. It too yeah. hard I'm like, yeah wow, you're supposed like to light off, right yeah. and then so hands and feet and i was like yeah that was killer yeah but they would say like you know two spins or whatever so i'd just crank it to four <laughs> of course like, double everything I'm like, he's like yeah like that yeah. uh there's like a thick ride you know and you have to go like eight turns and he's like yeah i was doing like 12 turns i'm like I don't think I've ever done 12 turns <laughs> like that. Well, I, I never, didn't know the bike could do that. I can never do the thing where they ask you to, like, bother oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not coordinated. I was in there. I'm like, oh, I'm super white. See, that? I'm like, all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, don't feel bad, dude. That made me look bad, too, because I'm sitting there. I get the right side, yeah. but I can't get that left. Yeah. You know? like, I'm trying to do wheelies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, t- I told you, I, I like spin, but I... I still think it's kind of actually a little more detrimental in the long run because like people are literally flexing their hip flexors the entire yes. time. Yeah. And so, so people, y'all see it too, when they come in, if their hip flexors are too tight, they don't have ability to do a lot of the exercises that y'all probably do. But, yes. but I, you know, I was going to ask you a question earlier. So, cause like, you know, how you go to, you know, level 12 when you're supposed to be on eight and all that. When you tell people, especially like newcomers, like, Hey, I've never really done all this, blah, blah, blah. When you ask them it, how many times do I actually tell you, like, no, I probably shouldn't do this? Yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't do it. I mean, how many times? That do you comes like, later. Like, right, the next right. day when they can't walk. Right. They're it's, like, oh, well, it has been, like, you know, three years. Since the only I, time we've ever I'm had like, issues where we'll tell somebody to do something and you have to, like, you're like, no, you're not doing that because they won't listen to you is normally got guys. <laughs> of course. They'll of course. Get, they'll get upset. You know, if Kristen's in there working out, it's way worse, too, because they'll see her doing something. They're like, oh, I can do that. It's like, no, you can't. <laughs> never been able to do that. Let's tone it back yeah. some and work up to that level. But everybody wants to come into it flying. It's like these are compound movements where you can mess yourself up pretty badly. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of pride in, uh, in exercise, right? Like think about this. I'm pretty sure that this still goes on where you'd have a guy who walks in, sees Kristen doing whatever, right? And thinking like, well, I can do it because she's a girl, right? And I can, totally can. All of a sudden they injure themselves and you look at them like – why do you think you can do that? Because other people do it, right? Yeah. You compare yourself to like, I'm going to squat as much. That's how I injured my back was I was squatting as much as, you know, in high school, what the other guys were doing. I didn't bother to take it off. And I just worked with it until one day, yeah. you know? So, uh, I, I get the idea that strength is one thing, but flexibility is the key. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's so key. Uh, when when you were talking about doing yoga six days a week, I could probably do that for like six minutes. <laughs> I'm just not flexible. I mean, everything hurts when I stretch. I hate stretching, stretching, and I hate running. There's like two things. So, is it really a thing where you don't like cardio too? Like, is that really a like a trait you're supposed to develop as a as a lifter? I like certain types of cardio. Like, I can sit on a rower or a bike. It's just running. I just <laughs> and then if it well in our bikes. So our bikes at the gym are totally different than like the bikes yeah. that we like. You know, our bikes. You're the, it. A salt yeah. bike. Yeah. Yeah. The salt bike is so different. Like I mean, it is a killer. And then like cardio, I'd rather just do barbell cardio. Give me lightweight barbell and tell me to do that for sixty minutes and really yeah, go for it. But. That's just cool. Running. It's just running. I don't know if it's something from the brain core. Like we, have to, we used to have to wake up at 4 a.m. to go get into formation 
and do first sergeant PT yeah. on Monday mornings, and it was always a run. And every th- everybody's throwing up, you know what I mean? Because they stayed up till four a.m. Yeah. So now it's like when I, whenever there's a run or something in a workout, I'm like, I'm gonna do this, but. I can just like feel it coming back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm already hungover. <laughs> well, I uh, I played baseball and I was a pitcher, and so if you weren't throwing, you know, in the in the bullpen, you know, just warming up or doing whatever, it's like what else you can do? You're not gonna go in the batting cage and go hit, right? They really don't want you lifting, so they're like, just go run. So I'd run from like flagpole to flagpole like all the time, where everyone's like hitting home runs in practice. I'm, yeah, this is real cool. So I hated running too growing up. And I didn't like it because I was like, what's the point? Yeah. Like, I got to run back to the place I started running from to begin with, you know? So, but now I look at it as, I used to look at it to, to relieve stress. Like, it's still one of those things I do. And, you know, most people, like, if they run in Austin, they run Town Lake, right? There's beautiful scenery. You kind of clear your mind. I used to think it relieves stress. I actually think it does not relieve stress for me. I think it puts more stress on my body. So, do you find that lifting weights, is one of those things now to where you have to keep in mind how much stress is actually being put on your body? I think I use it just, you know, that's kind of like my zen moment. I can go into a gym and be completely stressed out from everything else. And if I get a good workout in, I feel a hundred great times better. Yeah. So, so it's mental. And the it's heavier, mental. like for me, when I'm stressed out and I've had a hard day, the heavier the workout is, the better it is. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it is totally a game changer for me. Like, the light, like what he's talking about, the light barbell, like cardio workouts, to me, that's like the, I'm still able to think, like whatever's going on, I can't turn it off, like I have to have the heavy weights to level out. And now she's addicted to cycling too, though. Yeah. Yeah. You are now? Oh, absolutely. It's so, so, to me, because it's, I mean, it's hard. It's 45 minutes to an hour of straight cardio, like your legs never stop moving. Oh yeah, burning, right? Yeah. In the end, you are, you're burning, like your legs are they feel like they're still cycling when you're done. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it is. I like that. I've always been addicted to that hard, like, you're done and you're like, wow, how am I still walking out of here? Like, So is that how you usually like to work out to where, like, you're barely walking out of the gym, the shirt's soaked and all that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, if should... I can't, if I don't leave like that, I feel like I've wasted my time. Yeah. You Damn. should come do a yeah. 7 a.m. Uh, yoga power class with me. Uh, I want to try yoga. Like, I've yeah, done like... it two times, and both times I hated it, but it was what they called flow yoga and somebody yeah. told me that's not what I should do. Do you so. want to do a power with Diana specifically because then on Tuesday 7 a.m. or Lizzie over at Domain. Yeah. Well, yeah. they well the thing is it's an actual power heated class so like yeah. power vinyasa you're you're moving quite a bit but if you do the yo strong they add weights with it so oh, it's yeah, funny. Like so like Willie would like this too yeah. because there's a guy a little about the same size as you actually and because you know like there's the warrior 2 right where you're doing this right so one of those is you have you know, uh, dumbbells, and you're doing like curls with it too. And uh, you know, I'm doing five or eights or something. He's 30, 35, and I'm just like, what the? Like, how are you doing? He's like, well, I got to work out. You know, this how you work I out. I would be that idiot that didn't want to go down. Because like, this is what I asked him. I said, I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, you tear up your shoulders just doing that. And he's like, well, I've also had four shoulder surgeries too. Like, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's that's right. So, it's funny because yeah. I was just listening about this the other day, like something unique to to just America mostly, some Western cultures, but America, is we like to take something that works, like yoga (laughs) or supplements, and we're like, well, okay, if 
you know, vitamin C works, well, let's extract 10,000 milligrams and inject that, or let's take yoga and sit in a 170 degree room and see it's if intensify it works. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, what's a, a Tim the Toolman Taylor home improvement style right there? Like, it's like, yeah, there was an episode, like, they still show that, and it was funny, it was a dishwasher, and he put like some car engine revved up yes. to it so he could yeah. like do it quicker. I was like, that's, it's funny, but it's, it's true. Dope, it's but true. it's so, everything, everything here is to the extreme. Yeah. Like, everything that we do is to the extreme. So, so then, all right, what about diet? I mean, y'all, obviously y'all, you know, care about your health and all that. So what do you do for your diet? So we just, I think it's six weeks now. No, we're on, we're going to nine and we're on a six hour eating window, 18 hour fasting. Nice. Nice. So, um, and then we do it once a week, 24 hour fast. And so far that's, I mean, before, before she started doing this, I talked her into doing carnivore diet which everybody's oh yeah like, oh, I've seen that but it's just like a fat diet <laughs> a total but, guy diet right? yeah. but the thing was is she has a lot of symptoms for like autoimmune deficiencies which you've already done her blood work and stuff and she was actually healthier than I thought there's <laughs> <laughs> the competitiveness so, coming out I think it was just like gut I think she was just real messed up from gut and health, liver so. I mean our liver the liver stuff was basically so. if you're going to do it short term I don't think there's anything wrong with it from what I understand listening to other people talk about the carnivore but sure as an elimination diet it's not that bad for you there's yeah. nothing saying that you can stay on it for you know a year or two years I know there's people that have probably done it I think that Stephen Baker guy <laughs> Stephen Baker has there's some people there's like sub 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 reddits of people who have been doing it for five to so so, so what's the premise of it i know you're eating nothing but meat but i i've seen it can somebody tell me it's basically okay yeah. so the, the people that have made it famous are are sean baker yeah. which is a, he's a cardiac doctor right he's a cardiologist he, i don't know if he's a cardiologist anymore i don't know well he was he once was, a cardiologist yeah. <laughs> he got fired <laughs> probably <laughs> he got fired for this <laughs> and then michaela peterson who is jordan <clears throat> peterson's yeah. daughter and that's those are the two people who have like made it popular and Michaela Peterson basically had all of these autoimmune issues and she did all these different elimination diets trying to make herself like literally as a child she had to have her hip replaced at like age 16 yeah, yeah. like it was really really bad autoimmune stuff early on and, arthritis um, and all yeah rheumatoid arthritis like all this stuff <clears throat> and then she started doing just like meat and leafy greens and a lot of her stuff went away and so she was like, well, I'm just going to cut the leafy greens, too. And so she's literally been eating just meat, like ground beef specifically, and salt since, like, January. And she's never, like, her body has probably. never been better, <clears throat> all that stuff. So I but think it's that any one thing. She doesn't supplement with anything else. Yeah. Really see, like- see, there has to be an inclusion. And it's funny because um, I am now more paleo myself. I was keto before, so I was doing a lot of fasting like y'all yeah. are doing. Um, but since I'm in paleo mode, if I get into ketosis, I notice on my breath like it's all fruity and everything. So I've actually, I know I'm getting it to worse that, and I can't fast as long on this diet. I but I eat a ton. Baldo's seen me eat more, but honestly, I eat the same thing that she's probably uh, talking about is um, spinach, cauliflower, broccoli, ground turkey, and then like fried eggs, and then I do. Uh, like sauerkraut and that's what I have like for like breakfast and dinner and I've yeah. never felt better and I'm thinking like I'm eating more meat now than I did before and I still feel pretty good off it and I was always against it because of how inflammatory it can be for some people yeah. so yeah. I'm, I'm sure even the meat that the carnivore diet includes is probably 
cleaner meat, right? It's not just going to be yeah, like eating hamburgers all the time. We did right? clean. I mean, and that's my, one of my biggest issues is ground beef, which I never really she ever. She still has reactions to that. Yeah. It could be the grease or something. I don't know. I don't know because we've done, we've tried all different types. Whenever she would eat the elk that we have, yeah, no reaction with ground beef, then she'd, she'd get sick. Yeah, and we so. do grass fed and, you know, everything that we could, and it was still... But yeah, I mean, I only did the carnivore for two weeks and I started introducing things back in because um, I was having a lot of gut issues and kind of narrowed it down. I mean, I kinda, I knew basically what it was, but I wanted more specifically to know, Sure. like, is it all of it or just certain things? And so, you know, gluten I had to pretty much take out, which was a bummer because I love dark beers, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was... That was the biggest one, I think, for me. And then, you know, obviously, like, processed sugar is definitely not a good thing. But not even fake sugars bother me, like the healthy fake, like stevia and things like that. And So when you have the the, the things bother you, like, what do you notice? Can you kind of describe something? Because I... Um, so for me, what happens is bloating. Like I, I have a lot of bloating where I'm like, it looks like I'm about three to four months pregnant and horrible, like cramping, not necessarily like bathroom issues, but cramping where you wish there would be a bathroom issue. So the cramping would stop and you know, like a, like sick, like feeling like I'm sick and I'm not, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just that. I've never really narrowed it down because I guess for so long we've, you know, we've always been very health conscious depending upon, you know, we've done unfortunately pretty much every diet fad there yeah. is out there just trying to find what works and Even um, like low fat, high carb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you That's know, funny. we, and so when we started doing this and I did the carnivore thing first, um, that this is the first time ever like ever ever in my whole life like even back when I was younger and did the calorie restriction and you know all of that stuff I've never felt as good and I know a lot of it has to do with you know not supplementing with vitamins and coming here as well but you know I've never felt as good as I do now well you've even noticed a huge difference since coming here you've noticed tremendous differences oh definitely definitely like to the point where I mean I've told you I tell everyone about y'all because it's like if I feel this good, I want everyone to feel this yeah. good because it literally, I mean, it's tremendously improved my overall standard of living. So, I what supplements are you supplementing? I'm just curious. Um, so, as far like I do the stuff here, I come usually I come twice a week, you know, and I do my shots here, and then at home I'm also, uh, you know, I'm taking the weight loss supplement from you guys. And then also the Zen, and then on my own I take the turmeric and magnesium and fish oil. Yeah. So a lot of things that people tend to be deficient, deficient in, even yes. in with a healthy diet. Correct. You know, magnesium and fish oil specifically are two things that even if you're eating salmon every day, like oh, yeah. all the veggies, you're still probably yeah. deficient. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I like. I like a well-rounded approach to including supplements in with your diet. And one of the things that you'll notice even in blood work, since we have your blood work, we have his too. Like I use Bald as an example. He's, a, he's predominantly a vegan, right? And what's interesting is you automatically think like, well, you're missing certain things from lack of meat, right? Um, it's true. You can supplement with other things, but even then there's other nutritional deficiencies besides just what comes from meat that someone could be deficient in. And... <clears throat> 
you have to get it. Like it just to think that all your nutrients are going to come from food, it just doesn't happen. It's it's yeah. a shame nowadays, right? But you have to supplement on top of it. And so, I was just finishing um, a blog today about gut issues and bodybuilders, and it was funny because. I was thinking about all the times I've talked to bodybuilders and, and, and I say it with a very, very um, sincere statement. I say bodybuilders are some of the smartest people I know, but they're also, it's also a catch-22 because they're basically their own police, right? They're their own doctor. So they don't go out of their way to say, I'm doing this because I read about it somewhere and someone told me about it and not necessarily know the long-term repercussions, but you always hear about stackers and, and other boosters or people who are doing and all that stuff and peptides seem to be pretty big. Vitamins still are like the truest thing that I know to be the safest, regardless of whether you're trying to take something you bought from Canada or something your friend gave you in the gym and he's missing the label on it. Like it's just, it's weird because you can still do things like glutamine, which helps the gut. Um, but then at the same time, like I tell people who are trying to really get cut, I'm like, well, why don't you fix your gut? And then why? And then most likely you'll put on more muscle. Like maybe you'll get leaner. Maybe yeah. you won't have that belly fat anymore. You've been trying to get rid of, right? And and then when I'm I'm thankful that Willie actually sent you in first because you when people come in for energy or they're coming in yeah. because they have these issues, it's like well why? Yeah. And you start uncovering like all these things like oh I have this going on and it all comes down to like autoimmune disorder because I have that too and I'm like yeah this is not going to go away right yeah. like it, you have it. And so you've had your journey, and I'm thankful that that vitamins can help people feel better. But then again, also is diet, and then staying active, right? And I think that's that's also important. I mean, y'all, I know y'all track your sleep, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So how what's what's sleep like for y'all? What what do y'all do? I wish we could get more. Well, yeah? <laughs> my, for me, I'm different than him. He I'd like needs to average like, like 18 to 20 hours of sleep. No, he definitely <laughs> is like an JJ eight. White, like 19 hours, I think, of sleep. He White, needs like literally eight hours of sleep. Otherwise, he is a bear. I'm, I'm like great. If I get six, I'm good. Like that's all I need. And so, but it's hard because, you know, we live separately half the month or more. And yeah. so he's used to going to bed at 8.30 and getting yeah. up at 5.30 I'm like, well, at home with the kids, I'm lucky to go to bed at 10.30, and I get up at 5 every day. Like, that's just the way it so is. you just and mentioned he's a bear, so you guys know your chronotypes? <laughs> well, <laughs> do, you, do you know what that is? No. No? Okay, that's funny, because there, there's a sleep theory called chronotype theory, and there's four different chronotypes, and I'm a bear, too. It's the one where you, like, you're the person who has to have eight hours or oh, more yeah. of sleep. Oh, there, I just put a book in my, like, queue to listen to next about the whole sleep theory is that what you're talking about i think so yeah he there's four different chronotypes there's one who's like the early riser there's one who's a night owl yes most people are bears they kind of work with the sun and they need their full eight hours to function and then there's like dolphin or something which is a finicky sleeper (laughs) but yeah it, it like once i figured that out and i kind of read it's got like suggestions for when your most productive time of day is and when I started reading that and following it a bit more it's it's very accurate yeah well the book that I just was looking at I was talking about that and how to like function if your partner isn't that or you know your kids and you, oh, know, you gotta how, send me that you yeah, totally gotta send me cause that because I'm like <laughs> let me sleep because <laughs> I get so mad in the morning I'm like let, wake up like let's go like why are you in a bad mood let's do this and he's like not having it. <laughs> See, I started getting freaked out, though. I was listening to Rogan's podcast, and he had a sleep scientist on there. I can't remember his name. He was talking about just being awake is a slight form of brain damage. <laughs> like, get, getting un- under- <laughs> yeah, I was like, 
I feel you, dude, right now. <laughs> Listen to this. No, it was a great show. Bro. That's awesome. Uh, no, he was talking about the, one of the main things for uh, Alzheimer's was under sleeping, you know, getting four to five I, hours of sleep. I agree. Um, one of our good friends, uh, Dr. Kirk uh, Parsley, he's a sleep doctor, as affectionately known, and he, uh, he said it one time, I think it's like it's a debt that you're never going to pay off if you don't get your sleep. And it's funny because you say like the brain damage part. He said, what was it, 14 days is the longest a person can go without sleep before they basically die. That was another podcast episode of ours a few episodes back with Dr. Kirsten. Yeah. I, but and it, I think it's Freddy Krueger too and this is October. I mean, right? That's it. Someone's going to come in there and take over. God bless. I mean, I, I know, you know, it's funny you say about the whole, I really need to understand how to sleep with not snoring as much on my end, you know, to help my wife out because the kids, you know, keeping us up. Um, this funny this morning, she got up, she kicked me out of the, of the room because I was keeping her up. She said, "Go downstairs and go sleep on the couch." I said, All right, cool. So I go down there, I wake up. Omar comes down. Then she eventually comes down with the baby, and she, I was like, "How are you feeling?" She goes, "How do you think I feel?" And I was, <laughs> and she goes, "Well, what about you?" And I was like, "I look." According to my sleep app, 100% sleep last night. <laughs> you can totally tell. Like, it was like deep sleep for the last like four or five hours yeah. I was on the couch. And I don't want it to come down to that, right? Like, I don't want to see like we have to sleep in separate rooms oh, just God, because that's more comfortable for you. But you're right. If, I don't get my sleep, if you don't get your sleep, like, you're not any good to anyone. Yeah. yeah. Right? No point in that. So, I mean, the sleep's important. Uh, tell me this, though, since I have both y'all together. I know y'all are so almost, y'all consider yourself biohackers? Uh, try to try to I try to aspire implement, yeah. aspire <laughs> I mean like yeah I can't be like Ben Greenfield I probably spends like 30 grand a month I don't uh, like I don't know well I don't know probably most of that shit's given to him by now yeah, but I would say but yeah. I don't think many people can be like him doing that yeah. I mean that's his full time job but well, like I feel like since because like I said, he's I, always, I, grew up, I feel like he's always been a biohacker. I've just always looked for something more. Yeah, yeah. before biohacking was, yeah. was like a thing that everyone's doing you now. Remember they used to have like T Nation and stuff? Yeah. Like a little blog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd get on there and find. But I mean, I've always taken supplements, vitamins, no matter what. He's I've always a big been a researcher. Huge fan of like he, if yeah. something's going on, he's going to figure out what he needs to take to help it out. Yeah. yeah. And so, but. Because I like want to be around recent, at least for 200 years or three. There you go. Yeah, oh, no, that's, yeah I'm serious. <laughs> but, we get that too. That's what happens, right? Greenfield probably will say, what does Greenfield say? 150. 150? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Ask me once, 180. I've always said 120. But, it's, not, it's not unheard of. I'm telling yeah. you, we, just before we were over here, we were at Veritas and they're regenerative. And so they're PRPs and stem, stem cells, cells and all yeah. that stuff. That's not that off. That movie years yeah. ago, The Island, the, the yes. duplicate, remember? Like they duplicated yeah. the entire person. I mean, what's not to say that you can do that right now? And I love the fact that um, the public is able to access this, right? Yeah. Like you're not stupid. You can figure out how to read labs and do some testing on your own to say this is what I want because my regular doctor's not ordering this for me, you know? Yeah. And then you have like 23andMe that's giving you all the genetic stuff. And I think it's cool because... Every time I talk to someone uh, who's a, like a biohacker, I always learn something new, right? And I learn like, I mean, how the hell would I know about a carnivore diet, right? Yeah. And how and they're like, well, there's science behind this, and the and well, the, and he does like the cold showers and the cold and showers and the hot showers <laughs> and, and the breathing. I'm like, no, yeah, but it makes sense. I mean, it totally makes sense. And and you hear like we had a a quantum physics meetup one time at Whole Foods uh, with Dude, and uh, it was about light. 
and water. And it was connection to quantum physics and how it helps heal the sleeping cycles in people. And we were outside talking about all this. And they, I mean, it was some fascinating stuff. And there was science. They were quoting uh, Jack Cruz, uh, another guy that y'all probably listen to. And, and all the people that y'all hear on the podcast, y'all are the ones that are kind of making the movement happen. To where people like Dave Asprey now are like on TMZ yeah. and like promoting something that's actually a healthy product rather than, you know, promoting yeah. something that, you know, has to be heated up for 30 minutes and then, you know. It's definitely becoming more popular. But we were talking about this, like, uh, I don't know, probably two weeks ago. And I was like, if somebody wanted me to write a book on what not to do. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I got that. I get, yeah. that one, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think really what whenever I started listening to podcasts and diving into this stuff is whenever I started trying to implement a lot of the other techniques. Yeah. And that opened up a whole world of knowledge that I just didn't know about. Sure. You know what I mean? So growing up, the, I trained with my brother who learned to work out in prison. And that's where I learned to work out. And so there were so Not many years. Not in prison. You well, weren't in prison. No, I wasn't. <laughs> but there were so many years that I was just doing the meathead stuff and, and yep. looking online, bodybuilding forums, T Nation, this and that, and you know, talking about supplements and stuff. Like bodybuilders are probably some of the worst because I would be taking vitamins, and everybody's like, "You don't need those. You can get all that from food." Let's go take this clenbuterol that was made in a bathtub in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And then it's that like these freaking horse sense. steroids and stuff oh, yeah. they're taking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a guy bring some here, and their amino acids. Uh, like the, similar to what we give here, but the difference was he's like, "Can I take these?" And he asked me that. He handed me the bottle, and on it says "intended for veterinary Equine. use, equinine and all that stuff." And it pointed animals. I said, "Well, this is for horses, man. I don't, I don't That's know if you should American be taking it." That's though, the American way, way right? <laughs> well, thoroughbred, Budweiser, Clydesdales, man. Look at those babies, right? Yeah, like, look at those legs. <laughs> look at those legs. Yeah, what kind of horse, right? Like. I'm, I get it. You know what's actually funny? So this guy I know, he, uh, I asked him one day, I was like, man, what are you taking? I just wanted to be up front with him. He's like, oh, you don't want to know. I was like, yeah, I do. I want to know. What are you taking? And he's like, all right, well, I got like 10 things in this cocktail. Some of this, I get on this website and he showed me the website. And then he goes, I put some thyroid hormones in there and I put some insulin in there. And I looked at him and I was like, why? Yeah, why insulin? And he goes, well, because... If the glucose is going to be activated after, you know, so long from whatever I've eaten, you know, from the protein bar or whatever, hopefully the insulin will convert the glucose into storage in the muscles rather than the liver. And I was like, that, that makes complete sense. That I, I can't argue with it. Yeah. I said, where the hell are you getting insulin from? He's like, well, I showed you that website, right? You can get it right here. And I said, okay, well, one more question. I was like, why are you giving yourself thyroid hormone? He's like, well, it's a metabolism hormone. So if I do it, I can do it before and I get good pumps. Okay, I was like, that makes sense too. But you know how dangerous it is yeah. to do that. And they're like, they're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was like, well, what's, what have you done blood work and like, how yeah. you know? He's like, oh no, we don't do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, fair enough. But that's why they die like twenty eight years old in yeah. their kitchen, like making macaroni and cheese, like that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I just, it blows my mind because it's smart, right? Like, it's you have all these like chemists and these biochemist people who are basically like, yeah, I understand it. And I do this but then you get these really people these people who are really healthy and there's like a vegan bodybuilder movement right and i think it's cool that like see that the physique is different right yeah. and then like now that we've gotten involved with uh some people who do a lot of the competitions 
they have like natural movements, right? Like natural fit games mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that too as well. The truth is I'm just like with y'all, I just want longevity, man. Yeah. I want to stay forever being Happy. able to lift and be yeah. able to run and do whatever we, you won't care about running, but, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, cycling, right? Or spinning, right? Yeah. yeah. Baldo wants to do handstands when he's like 90 years old, right? Know. Yeah. Well, I want to be the oldest person to do a handstand on top of Mount Everest. There we go. That's a bucket. That's I mean, a, that's yeah, a goal. That's a, good that's a goal. goal. He did it with his shirt off. He can compete with Wim Hof. Yeah. He did Everest with his shirt off. So. Of course. <laughs> the competition, the American. We can't let that guy beat us, man. Damn it, come on. But no, but I, I mean, I'd put a Texas flag up there. I, would yeah, yeah. I think it's great with all the, the information that's out there now, as long as you can sift and wade through it and find out what's good and what's not. But right now, there's more good information. Just like I was saying earlier with, like, low fat i used to think going to subway was a healthy diet yeah to where like i'm stopping in at subway three times a day and now i know nothing about what's in the food yeah i'm just like oh subway eat fresh it's healthy <laughs> yeah yeah of course <laughs> now Marketing i'm like works. okay yeah that, you know or like sonic. <laughs> if i get a chicken sandwich from sonic and it's super good for you compared to the beef you know no i got you so, yeah, well, that's how we did growing up, too. Like, well, um, yeah, you don't know. Like, Mexican food was, like, all the healthy choice is chicken enchiladas instead of ground beef enchiladas. Yeah. Yes. Like, that's yeah. it. Yes. So, like, what about fish? So, like, shrimp? Yeah. Like, you want and shrimp? You want fajitas. You want fajitas? Like, yeah, fajitas. exactly. <laughs> and it's funny, you get in Texas, and you have Tex-Mex, and it's like they put a dollop of sour cream sour on top cream. of it. I'm like, why did you do that? <laughs> and, you know, it's like, were you supposed to dip it in it? Oh, if you say so. <laughs> you know, I guess so. But, like... Um, Salsa, which I always thought was like the healthiest thing, uh, which you could never get enough of. I yeah, can't eat like it. It's like a salad liquid. <laughs> it is. It is. But guess what? I can't eat it all this diet I'm doing because there's nightshades. It, 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 and oh, this, so the yeah. peppers and the tomatoes. And apparently I'm sensitive yeah. to tomatoes. I check my food allergy test. And I'm like, well, crap. I got to take that out there. So like you said, like you could write a book on what not to do. I gave myself gout. From basically doing a high protein diet, just like I was wanted to get big, yeah. which I could never get big. I don't know what I was kidding myself with. But like, if I would just go, how big did you get? Oh, not big. Like it was enough to where I didn't have any range of motion in my arms, so it made me look like I was walking around like this. But no, it was ridiculous because here I am, like 170, right? I gained 175. I get to that point, and all of a sudden I'm eating nothing but protein bars, protein shakes, lots of meat and bacon or whatever and then i'm thinking this around paleo was getting big so i'm like well i'm doing paleo this is perfect not drinking any water like at all and one day i wake up and it's like my foot's just on fire and i check my a and a i have a positive one i was like great i have a freaking autoimmune disorder now this is wonderful and so ever since then i'm like god dang it i did this shit to myself right so writing the book i'm right there i'll have a chapter in there with you man i'll I'll say there's not you don't want to do this either but we weren't taught nutrition no. We were not no. taught nutrition. That's that what we were talking about when we so were... So low on we the priority, talked, like, growing up. Just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about this. Cause, so when I grew up and, like, my background, it was all about restriction. Like, you're going to eat... We ate, I think, five to 800 calories a day. Like, our whole squad would. And... Your squad? Your high school? Yeah. Your yeah. Squad, yeah. And, like, we would work out for four hours a day. Like, literally, that's what we did. Yeah. And to be... How much is a pump? <laughs> well, but also, what were the 800 calories there? Was it like bread and gravy or no, something? No, it was like an apple. I think it was like an apple. You could smell a stick of celery. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. Like, and then we would eat salad and, like, maybe some almonds or something. Like, it was nothing. Yeah. And I remember going, we would go to restaurants. Like, we'd have to have our, like, team meetings and stuff. 
we would go to restaurants and the girls would like either be throwing up their food or spit it in the napkin because then you trick yourself into thinking that you ate it. Your taste buds think you ate because it was in your mouth. And then you spit it out and you didn't get the calories from it. I've never heard that before. Yeah. But you get all the other effects. Your body's like, oh, sweet food? Okay, kick everything in. Yeah. And then so your body's Oh my out. God, that's yeah. incredible. Wow. So I've had an unhealthy relationship with food since I was like 13 years old. God bless. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's been, I think, just as we're all saying, I could probably write a book on everything that I've ever done that didn't work. God. So when did, when did you just because if food's an issue like where basically look people like are affectionate about it right they yeah. love food yeah how do you deal with things like that like growing up because obviously you've had to change your approach yes. of how you even look at food right so how, what do you what do you view food as now so for me now recently is the healthiest I've ever been food wise it was always that, that elimination diet, yeah right? it's always been a numbers thing to me like I've always I used to be like psycho on the my fitness pal and keeping track of the numbers and the macros and the calories whatever (laughs) but like um it was always unhealthy maybe a healthier version of the unhealthy but it's always kind of been now I'm like okay well I get these two great meals I always make sure to make good options you know good choices out of whatever options I have and um I don't even stress about it anymore and I used like Going out to eat, I used to be stressed out. Like, I'm not going to know what's going to yeah. be in each meal. Like, okay, well, even if I get this chicken fajita, no tortilla, no, you know, what kind of sauces did they use in the back? Like, it was always this, like, mental thing for me where, you know, I'd just wind up over drinking so I wouldn't have to think about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then once you start fasting, too, like, you realize... Uh, this isn't a big deal. If yeah. I go 24 go hours, yeah. want to fast, and it's not that big of a deal to do 36 hours, I don't know, about seven days. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, one, that one had to be that, tough. That one's, ex- yeah, that's extreme. But no, I love I love fasting. I think yeah. if you do it right, yeah. there's tons of benefits. Well, know? and like the sweet, I used to crave sweets, I think, because for so long I would never allow myself to have a chocolate chip cookie or you know, whatever, and it used to be this, like, thing that, it was like crack, like, I would think about it, like, I really, really want it, and I wouldn't let myself have it, and I would go to bed thinking about it, and now it's like, I don't even, I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I guess I'll have dessert today, or no, I'm not gonna have dessert, like, it's not even a, like, I used to literally obsess over, obsess it. over I want something sweet so bad, and I cannot eat it. Wow, I mean, that's why, I don't tell people they can't have that food on this diet, right? Because if you tell people, like, you need to stop eating that, you'll obsess over yeah. it, right? Yeah. And that's all you'll think about. Yeah. It just messes with people. Oh, yeah. Because it, it's not American to tell yeah. me I can't have that, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's the thing. It's America, man. I can have this. So, yeah, like, I've, I've asked people repeatedly, like, what kind of foods do you like to eat? And it's always surprising because some people are like, I really like cheese. One person told me cereal. Like, they're like, I love cereal. Like, I love all kinds of cereal. Uh, wine's usually in there. You know, people, you say beef. Um, but I, I just tell them, like, you don't have to restrict it. Yeah. Like, you just kind of cut back on it. And I'm, I'm even telling, like, you hearing you say this is thinking about myself, too, because I don't know how long I'm going to go on this diet for. I think I was kind of subconsciously hoping for the six-pack abs, which I think I have now, and I'm going <laughs> to get that. But then I'm kind of like, well, I don't want to ruin this thing because this is, 
this is the best I've looked. Yes. But, and the but, best you feel. But like, that's the important part. And I think that's probably why you look at food the way you do now because you're saying, I feel good off of this. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter about anything else. It's just that I feel better this way. So I'm just going to kind of keep this as the main way I eat. And if I vary from it, I'm not going to kick myself in the ass yeah, for it. Yeah, because you can just get right back yeah. to where Because you yeah. know, I think, you know, we're talking to a lot of people about it. And it's like, once you know what works, it's easier to get, like, if you mess up, you have a week and you go to Oktoberfest and you have too many beers. <laughs> it's like, well, I know what made me feel bad. I know how to make me feel good again. So yeah. it's not that hard to get back to yeah. where you need to be. I think a lot of people with diets, they trick themselves I mean, there's just a lot of self-corruption, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, well, I, can, I can't I can do it because I messed up and had too much of a cheat day. I'll get back on it next week. Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the worst thing is, is that yeah. swing effect. Like, if somebody does one of those crazy crash diets and they lose, like, 20 pounds in three weeks, and then the next thing you know, they're just stopping and gaining Gain 40, 40 pounds. pounds. Yep. So. Yeah. And I, I, I imagine... It's that mentality that puts you back to where you were. It yeah. puts you a couple of steps back. Because yeah. if it's sustainable and your mentality does finally change the way your frequency of your brain operates, and I know it's complicated, but just think about it. If you say, this is how I eat because it makes me feel good and it's just a lifestyle, then you buy into that idea, right? And then to say, well, I'm going to work out six or seven times a week and I'm going to buy into the idea that I'm going to do it the right way, yeah. right? And I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep the way that makes me function better. Regardless. 24 hours a day. There you go right there. So, so more power to you. And it's cool that you all have been able to do it together, but at the same time do it in your own separate, separate. ways. Yeah. Like I think that's really, really cool. Well, and a lot of people always ask us, I guess, because the gym, you know, we own the gym and we're with them a lot, but... They're like, well, what, what diet should I do? What should I do? How should I lose weight? And I always tell them the same thing. I am not going to tell you what works. Like, this is what works for me, but there is so much out there that you can read about. You know what's good and what's bad. Right. I do have a few that, you know, I'm helping on the side that don't know what's good and bad. And, but, you know, it's like most people kind of have an idea. And then, you know, the ones that don't, it's like, okay, give me a food journal for a week. Let's talk about what you think is healthy choices and let's get a little bit better. But you have to find something that works. Like yeah. I did paleo and I lost a ton of weight, but I hated every minute of it. Yeah. I hated paleo, everything about it. Like the whole time I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever, <laughs> but I'm losing weight. So I'm going to keep doing it. And so, but I hated it. I didn't Why enjoy did it. I love Allison's smile, but I'm waiting for it. <laughs> because I don't, like, I miss cheese was a big thing. <laughs> and it was like, I just, like, going out to eat was kind of hard. And it wasn't, like, really that hard, but it was. Let's, I'd say it's it's not hard if you're here in Austin. Yes. But yeah. where we're at, it's we super have, hard. We have no options. And yeah. we live in the middle of nowhere. We have four Mexican food restaurants in town. It's an hour, and, hour to H-E-B. Yeah, an hour to H-E-B. You know, I was going to H-E-B every other day to get fresh produce and good meats. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, oh, it's working. Like, we got to keep doing it. Like, <laughs> my lifts are so good. I'm like, well, I don't care. You were doing paleo. I was doing zone. So I was in there zone like. Zone is very different. Weighing yeah. everything out like a little chemist. And I had like flip-down glasses. I'm like. Wait, I mean, wait, zone? Yeah. Zone was crazy. See, I like zone. And zone. he hated Can zone. Can you guys describe zone for us? Oh, if I so, can remember. So you had 
uh, there's 80, different blocks. Yeah, you had different blocks. Depending like, upon like where you were size wise, what you wanted to lose, how active you were, you get in a different zone. Yeah, and it's and all you get, macronutrient based. Yeah, so you had so many blocks of protein. Each thing carbs. is a different amount. So like a four ounce steak, maybe three blocks of your protein. Yeah, and so it's basically like the macro micro type situation. But it's like dumbed down where you can like look at a list and it's like this food is this many blocks and you can have 12 blocks per day. Gotcha. So. It's yeah. like Weight Watchers but for macros. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a point system, but right? At first when you first start, you're like, okay, I have to weigh everything. You weigh so everything. I'm sitting there like with a weighing a plate to see how much that weighs and then I put meat on there and I'm like, oh, I only have It's real ounces. similar to like, the macro. Like for, I liked it, um, but again, it's not where we... It's very hard because we live rural and the, our grocery store has nothing. And, yeah. you know, they do have stuff. I don't want to say that, but. Um, That's a natty light in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to get a good grocery store, we have to drive at least 45 minutes to Marble Falls I think and that's go to HEB. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, it's hard to do that more than once a week if you have kids and you're trying to run a business and. You got side stuff going on. Like, I need convenience, and it wasn't very convenient. Yeah. And <laughs> no. she's, I mean, I'm gone half the time, so. Yeah. Two weeks, at least two weeks out of the month, I'm not even there. That's right. So. Yeah. I mean, but you made it work, and you have to go through a process. That's why I say, like, your, your situation is a perfect example of how you step outside the Austin bubble. Like, you don't have gluten-free, paleo, keto, <laughs> everything cooked in avocado oil. And that's why people say, well, yeah. how do I do that? And I'm like, well, first, eat real food. And then from there, eat what feels good for you and what works for you. And if you don't know, get some labs done or talk to a, a clinician or a health and wellness coach or someone that can give you some kind of guidance. guidance. Like, kind of start going this way and see what happens. So, but, And I think the uh, popular term now in any of these, because I watch a lot of these different movements as they evolve, and I think like... A big thing coming out of them right now is the term nutrivore. Oh yeah, people yeah, just yeah. going for nutrients in general. That's yeah. where I see the, that's where I see the paleo movement yeah. going to. Is like, it, you'll be hard pressed to find someone who is quote unquote paleo who doesn't eat rice or cheese occasionally now. Yeah. Like those yeah. used to be blacklisted five yeah. years ago, but now it's like not nah, most people should probably be eating these things actually. Well, and we did it what three years ago, and it was I mean no we still it was like no cheese like everything I read I was like trying to find a way to like. There's a there. <laughs> yeah. There's one. There's one guy who's famous in the paleo world named Mark Sisson, and his version is called Primal, where they include yeah, we, hard cheese, yeah, so primal kitchen yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah. Did you watch the uh, debates the other day, Con? Uh, oh, Doctor Con and Chris Cresser. Oh, uh, I, no, Chris I didn't have to. Everyone else posted Ford. about it. Yeah, Chris yeah. Cresser said Nutrafol. Sarah Valentine coined it. She's the paleo mom. She's another big name in the thing. I work with the paleo people a lot, okay. but um, <laughs> that's why I choose that. That's why I know all the stuff, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just, that's cool. Um, and I, I was going to say too, like what you guys are doing, it's very tough for people, a lot of people to take information and actually apply it. And that's where you guys come in. And that's why coaches are so vital still. Um, I read a statistic and I don't know how accurate it was, but it was something along the lines of three percent of people will actually commit to doing something once they learn it yeah. you know people think they're being productive by learning stuff all the time but it's so hard for a lot of people to actually implement it so you guys you know spreading the word especially in a place like Lando, like you said we're freaking a grocery store is 45 minutes yeah. away like yeah. it's tough to live a healthy lifestyle in towns like that in texas and that's most of america still 
but you guys are doing something in a small town in Texas that is cutting edge by giving people the tools to take the stuff that they can find on the internet and know how to do it wherever they live. They don't have to live in a big metro like Austin. Yep. Yeah, yep. I agree. It makes it easier, though. I, you know, it does, but y'all are more progressive than some of the people that I encounter on a daily basis here in the metro area. Yeah. So, I like I said, I, even this was a cool podcast, too, because I learned, like, what, three, four new things I never yeah. heard of before, yeah. right? And so, every time that we... Every time that we know that we encounter down a new pathway in health and wellness, we know that there's someone else who's been like, I've been researching it for a little bit. This is what I thought. And then it's just another thing to include in your utility belt. Not necessarily like you have to do it this way, right? You might do cold and hot therapy. You might just do cold therapy. No difference, right? You might decide, hey, I'm going to sleep outside under the stars for the next month because you're naked because (laughs) it's gonna you know ionize my blood even better or something like that's cool you go for it man Kristen probably won't mind (laughs) I don't know there's a a goat the neighbors might (laughs) got a mini goat that would mess with yeah (laughs) Yeah, I forget how y'all in the middle of nowhere so but thank y'all for for joining us um what's what's the name of the gym for everyone Nomad Strength Nomad Strength where would you like us to follow you uh Facebook we have, have Facebook Instagram, and right? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And what are those handles? Both at Nomad Strength. At Nomad Did you find the Facebook one in there? Yes, it is okay. tagged in the Facebook description okay. of this video already. There we go. Awesome. So, thank you all so, so much, much for listening. All right. Thank you.